Impact, Income, and Influence. Welcome back to Grow Your Impact, Income, and Influence, the number one show helping you reach millions. Today, I've got an awesome show for you. It is all about how you can help your employees be more productive, have a better mindset, and actually get things done for once. If you're sick of people showing up late to work, wandering around the water cooler, or just having a hard time doing anything productive, this is going to be the show for you. I am joined by the Money Mind DNA guys. This is going to be an action-packed podcast because there are three of them and one of me. We're going to get into a lot of information about how to improve your employees without them even knowing it. How are you guys doing today? Just great. Just great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're doing well. Thank you. No problem. There's um. So I I want to know, like, first off, how are there three of you? Because each one of you does something different inside of the Money Mind DNA. So talk to me about that first off. Tell me who you are and what you do, and then we'll get you all together as a synergistic group. Sure. Well, uh, since my part is the first one, I guess I'll start. I'm I'm the money side of things. So I own a I own a company called Entrepreneurs Wealth Management. I'm a licensed financial advisor, and have been for many 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 years. So you can tell from the grays. But um, I think that is my part. Essentially, it's helping people with their financial life, whether it's having the right insurance, having the right investments, some retirement planning, estate planning, tax planning, and uh, we also have a corporate side to our business. And so that is kind of from my end what we look to do. And I'm the mind guy. Yeah, so I'm I'm Dr. Gans Ferentz, and I've been in uh, I've been in the field of psychology for about 30 years or so. And I'm doing coaching and um, speaking, and, and my whole thing is helping people get the most mileage out of their lives. Right? We know that, and I've I've seen this over the years with working with folks. The better you feel, the better you do. And so, whether it's the leadership or the the rank and file of the business. We want to make sure that people have the tools, they have the strategies, and they have just the mindset and practices that are going to help them to feel better, um, manage their mental health in a, in a good way. You know, with everything we've been through with COVID and everything else, it's a lot of stress. So we want to make sure that uh, they manage that and know what to do to get out of it, but also to make them more robust so they can manage other stresses that may come up because we know the better you feel, the better you do. We want everybody to feel better so they can do better. And through the process of elimination, I'm the DNA guy, I guess. And basically the idea here is that I specialize in helping people get access to medical DNA testing so you can learn about your predisposition to different conditions. Or if you're already symptomatic, hopefully we can help you determine what the diagnosis is that is causing those symptoms. And you can use this basically to know upfront what to do and how to align resources available to you such as the ones that these two fine gentlemen provide to be able to make sure your health is managed in the best way possible. All right. And together, all three of you work with companies. You work with the entrepreneurs to make sure that their employees are in peak position, right? Like you're helping them manage their retirement account, helping them manage their budget, helping them get into the best mindset possible. 
we were talking before the podcast about being preemptive with this, which works with both mindset, works with financial, especially, right? If you can start saving money when you're 20 versus when you're 40, you are going to be way better off. You're going to sleep better at night. And last but not least, I love the DNA sequencing. We're going to have some questions around that. Um, I've done I've done a bunch of it and I, I love that stuff. So is, am I understanding this correctly? You guys basically come in to a business and help get the employees into peak shape. Is that correct? Absolutely right. It's, it's, it's the whole package, making sure they have everything they need to do, they need to have to be able to be successful, but also have longevity, not just you know in the moment, but have longevity in their business. But we also work with the management and leadership too, to make sure they're in the right headspace, physical space, and also they got their money stuff taken care of so they can do the leadership that, you know, that they need to do to run the ship. I think probably one of the be one of the best ways to summarize what we do is imagine from the C-suite all the way down to the people that do the cleaning within your business, that every single person has a structured financial plan. They know when they're going to retire. They're well insured. They um, they have savings for their children and they have a, a proper pension in place and buy high quality investments. That's my part. And then the second part is from the mental health standpoint, I'll let Dr. Gans touch touch on that a bit. Yeah, yeah. Just making sure that they have, you know, what, what I teach is the best practices of happy, healthy, high productive people and helping that, uh, helping those practices become habits for people so they can be more resilient, but also head off um, any kind of stresses or things that might cause them to be off the rails, right? Uh, I, I, I really think that the best defense is a good offense. When you're working on yourself, then you're much in much better shape to be able to weather the storms of life that we all have to face. And guys, Steve, I think, ask, how did we come together? And I think I might be that missing link, right? I think I it was all started, your idea uh, working with you guys <laughs> and was, then later with Charlie. Yeah. Right. And that's how it's uh, got all pieced together. Yeah, I mean, we, were you we guys had an, an event that uh, that Dr. Rasik had put together, and somehow we connected. I think um, our personalities are pretty similar. Um, you know, we're professionals and we're really sharp in what we do, but we're kind of just silly regular dudes. And when we started hanging out a bit, we're like, "Hey, I kind of like I like kind of like your vibes. Hey, I kind of like your vibes." And then we all work with businesses already, and we kept thinking, "Man, it'd be great if we can do something together." And based on what we do professionally, we just one day came up with this idea after meeting a few times. And we've been working together for the last year and a half, putting this program together. And now we kind of feel that we're prepared where we can represent our product in a really professional way and in a streamlined way and an efficient way uh, for the clients that, we, um, that we're working with. I love it. I mean, you guys like it's cool, right? The synergy, especially like I'm a live events guy. I teach live events. I teach how to speak from stage. The having a live event and you guys meeting at an event, I've met all of my closest friends at live events over the last probably 10, 15 years. Um, and it's what has, I like, I always say it's like the superpower that creates successful entrepreneurs. I know that's a little bit off of the track of what we're talking about, but I love that you guys met a live event. So I have some specific questions on each different piece of this. So let's start with the wealth management because that is 
everybody's biggest stress is that they are not going to be secure when they retire, right? Maybe not like a 25 or 30 year old, but once you're about 35 or 40, you start thinking about like retirement. You're like, oh my goodness, there's no way I'm going to have the two and a half million dollars that I need in the bank so that I can retire when I'm 60. I don't know what I'm going to do. How do you approach that from a company-wide level? Because like you were talking, you have your janitors or you have your low-level, like line-level people all the way up to C-suite. C-suite usually has some retirement put together. How do you how do you put together a good fundamental package? And maybe Dr. Gantz, you can talk to this as well, like the psychology of saving. Everybody knows they need to save, right? But the actually having the willpower or the mental cognition to I don't want to say force yourself, but how do you, how does, how do those two pieces kind of meld together? Yeah, good question. So, I mean, the, the short answer is something like I always like to start with is it's okay to be broke at 21, but not 71. So the spirit is the sooner you start saving the better. And um, when, when you think about from a money standpoint, now, whether you're saving a hundred dollars a month or a hundred thousand dollars a month, the key is what sort of return are you generating? And that's the bottom line. If I put in a hundred bucks and I get $1 extra, not too impressive. If I get $10 or 20 or $50, you know, then you're like, okay, this is something exciting, right? So when I work with a client, it depends on their particular situation. So I look at each individual household and I'll put together a structured financial plan based on their age, their income, their retirement age, what sort of assets they have right now, what sort of lifestyle they want to have at retirement, a little bit about risk and an insurance, which isn't really exciting to talk to about, I should say, but you know, it's part of what, uh, what I put together for my clients. And also managing debt, a simple thing like having a proper budget, like just making sure whatever comes in, hey, we're allocating those funds properly towards eating and, and, and our housing. But then we're also saving a little bit for ourselves, a little bit for the kids for down the road. So essentially, it's um, it's a custom financial plan for each person, whether you're saving $100 a month or $100,000 a month. I'm going to structure a plan based on your situation. So I, I know we were going to talk about mind, but now I want to talk about DNA. Is there a DNA corollary? Are some people like, first off, you were talking about risk and you were talking about insurance. If you're coming in and you're helping with the DNA and you're sequencing people and you're looking at people that are high risk, does that play into the conversation? I'm pointing to you guys. Um, it's funny where you're at on my screen, but does that play into the conversation that you have probably with either the C-suite as like, we need to provide a different level of insurance? How does that affect the financial plan that you would put together? I think that's an interesting. Yeah. So Nikolai, you want to touch on that? Yeah, I can tie. So let me see. It's actually easier to explain how it's tied to mental health because one of the big areas of genetics that can be very beneficial is in mental health area. You can align medications properly for mental health management. But overall, it's also knowing what you can do upfront to help yourself so that you have the best outcomes. So that also influences positive mental health. When it comes to financial management, it's also tied together to this, but in a more of an abstract way that one would not necessarily think of. Well, first of all, you do need to have your finances in order in order to afford uh, the best quality DNA testing, because if you're doing your full genome sequencing, it's not going to be cheap. 
right? So there's that. But it also goes the other way around. By learning your predispositions up front, it means you can now determine how you should be properly saving your resources to potentially make sure you can deal with those future problems. And as one example, you could be finding out that you have a predisposition to a disease or condition that is untreatable. And that's never ever a welcome news, nothing that anyone ever wants to find out. But you can see how the, it can have a very significant consequences. One thing is you need to then find out how will you be taken care of when the disease strike financially. And then another one that is of consequence for financial management is you need to determine who your personal directive will be. So if the disease or condition strikes where you no longer are capable of making your decisions on your own behalf, someone else has to do it for you. And your financial management can actually determine that for you, help you to um, get there. So we have all links together. They just might not be very obvious at first sight. Dr. Gantz, I'm going to let you take over because I want to hear the psychology part of this when it comes to saving. So, so far we've seen everybody needs a savings plan. We can show you if you're going to need it by a certain age because you're predisposed to a condition, but how do you actually work with employees? I, in my corporate job, which I quit in 2013, I had 330 employees under me. And I can tell you less than 10% of them saved any money at all. So how do you come in and fix the mindset piece. Cause I think that's the key beating. Like you can tell somebody you need to save. You can say, I, there was a guy that was an alcoholic. He was a bartender, go figure. But he was like, I'm going to be dead by the time I'm 50. Anyway, it doesn't matter what's going to happen after that. But the thing is he was 30. I would love to talk to him. I mean, now he's, now he would be almost 40. I'd love to talk to him when he's like 48. How do you mm-hmm. feel now? But go ahead, I'm Dr. Gans. I will shut my mouth and uh, let you. Well, well, yeah, it's, it's like it's like the Rolling Stones, right? I mean, they thought they're going to be dead at like you know in their 30s and stuff. It was like they're still going, and it's like, geez, I should have maybe planned a little differently, right? Um, but yeah, this is this is the thing. I mean, money is some, one of those things that is is such a, a sort of a black hole for people. It's the number one cause of stress for individuals. It's also the number one cause of strife and tension in a relationship, uh, particularly a marriage, right? And so, you know, it's one of those things that's very highly emotionally loaded. So we don't necessarily talk to each other about them. You know, when we do talk to somebody like Charlie, there can be a lot of shame or guilt or whatever that comes along with that conversation. And, And so it's helping people understand that, no, first of all, this is normal. Like, I mean, we're all in the same boat and, and, you know, in order for us to do well at anything, we have to be willing to mm, be a little uncomfortable at the front end. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I remember when I was uh, starting to learn to drive a stick, right? A six, five speed or six speed, right? With a clutch and the whole bit. It's like, ah, oh, man, I grind the gears, rolling back on the hills. And, the, you know, it's like thinking my way through you know, after a while, you're just shifting, you're doing it and, you know, there's no big deal. But in order for us to be a, a master of something or be even proficient at something, we have to be willing to look stupid and make some mistakes at the front end, right? And that's all a headset. That's all a mindset. So being able to, one, know that this is part of the process, feeling a little uncomfortable at the front end is part of the process, but you will improve. And then teaching people skills to track how they are improving. 
Charlie's got some great tools to help people, you know, look at their money, see what their kind of returns are getting, see how things can grow, but also just building the habit of saving and, and being mindful and deliberate about their spending. And one of the things I, I like to teach people is that this is a way for you to take charge of your future. It's also a way for you to take charge of your money and have more power, agency, and autonomy right now. Because a lot of times we think, oh, that future, yeah, future gans will take care of that. That's not, I don't have to worry about that, right? <laughs> but I don't even like future guy. But, you know, like, no, you're going to be future. You are future guy, right? And, and so helping them to bridge that gap and seeing that it's an asset, not just in the future, but an asset right now. So they can celebrate and feel, feel the, just kind of the win in the moment so that they can actually start to do the things they need to do for their, for their long-term well-being. You know, I, um, from my end, I focus a lot on education. You know, the more you know about something and the more educated about it, the more likely you are to do it. Our school system doesn't teach us anything about money, investments, credit bureaus, um, budgeting, really nothing like that. So I, uh, I get like, it's funny that there's times where I'll sit down with someone and they have a hundred thousand in their investments and they're embarrassed because they know people that have three or four or 500,000. Then I sit with somebody with a million dollars and they're also embarrassed because they know people that have five or 10 or 20. Then you sit with a guy that owns a $40 million company and he's a little bit shy too, because he knows guys that have hundred million dollar companies. So it's a little bit about perspective. It's also education. So when I sit down with somebody in two to three, four meetings, I just educate them. That's the first thing I do is just say, hey, by the way, you know, you're going to play this game called money in life. Here's some of the rules about taxes, about investments, about insurance, about mortgages, about credit. And first, let's lay out the rules. And then we say, OK, how do we want to play this game? Do we want to play it to get to six figures, seven figures, eight figures, nine figures? And then we kind of go from there, right? Education, I find, is, is, the, is the number one thing is that when I, when I present them things, concepts that people never knew about, and they thought, I only, could, I only thought I could use this idea if I had a million dollars. I'm like, well, no, you could use this idea if you have $10. <laughs> it still works, right? Take a couple of zeros back, and we could implement this for you as well. Hey, Charlie, have you heard uh, that one of the states in the U.S. just introduced financial education as part of the curriculum for students? Your wow, dream come it. true. I love it. I, you know, I've done, uh, I've done a lot of speaking at schools and, you know, community events and that sort of thing. And um, before I would talk about products and try to sell products because I'm like, hey, if I show them this fund that averaged 20%, they'll be excited and they'll want to invest. It doesn't work. But when I sit down and say, here's how a tax-free savings account works. Here's how an RSP works. Here's actually how you, the types of insurances you can buy. And people are like, oh, I didn't know. Well, that sounds kind of neat. No selling, no agenda. It's just, hey, I'm going to educate you. And then people naturally will say, well, I think I can afford that. I think that sounds pretty cool. I'm going to do that now. <laughs> so that, that's what I focus on. That's, that is very smart. Getting people to have the aha is much better than telling people. Because when you tell people, they just, they don't, they don't always buy in. They don't always want to hear it. The uh, one of one of the financial planners I helped build a event with, we had him go speak at high schools. I think you would enjoy this just doing education, but he got more of the parents to come to them because he just taught the kids and got the kids excited about like, he just 
showed them how compounding interest worked and like how a lemonade stand could make them rich. Like it was just a simple speech, but he got yeah. booked by all the schools because all the schools know that kids need it. Right. Yeah. It's the same thing. Honestly, I would think with you guys are going into companies and helping companies. I feel like fixing their mindset, looking at their DNA and saying like, we can help your employees show up better to work and we can help them with a financial plan. I think a financial plan I, I was lucky. I was raised by parents that took me to the bank when I was five years old. I had deposited 50 cents in my account every week, right? Like I was taught to save. I was taught to use a handwritten yeah. budget, which I still use. But the being able to set that up for employees and set them up for success by fixing their mindset, it's not, I don't think people don't save because they don't know they shouldn't. I think they right. they just don't understand that like, if you even if you save to your point, 25 or $30 a week, if you can save $100 to $150 a month, you can put that money to work for you. And before you know it, you wake up one day and you look in your account and you have a couple grand, then you have 10 grand, then you have 20 grand, then you have equity. Like you start to get the snowball rolling and you feel, honestly, to Dr. Gantz, like then you feel good about yourself, right? I think a lot of people are embarrassed. They feel bad. I don't know. That's yeah. that, that's my two saving, cents. Saving money builds confidence because I know when I was broke, I wasn't a very confident man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't want to go talk to the pretty girl. You don't want to enter in a venue that seems overpriced for you. But when you got a little bit of cash in your pocket, you just all of a sudden I'm two, I'm two inches taller. I, I, I feel a little bit more fit. I feel more attractive. It just feels good when you have some money there. Right. You don't have to say no to your kids anymore. Uh, you could go upgrade your meals, you know, buy the sirloin, buy the tenderloin instead. Right. <laughs> But you got to start somewhere. You just got to start somewhere. But I, you know, I, I, I want to hear more from Nikolai because this is this to me was kind of the unknown area in our group. I, I knew very little about the impact of um, of having your DNA sequence. One of my kids, you know, he has a minor health issue, and it's something that was really puzzling to us. And then after spending some time with Nikolai, I'm like, hey, we actually have now have a resource that we can maybe kind of, you know, take the question mark away and find some answers. So, I mean, I would love for him to talk a little bit more about sort of, you know, what kind of things, what kind of testing is done and maybe share with us, uh, Mikolai, some more because people got to get more excited about this. I, I know I am, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so basically we're looking at, think of your DNA as, as a form of a crystal ball. So you can actually start looking into your future. And uh, you can look at information as to what might be ailing you right now, what kind of problems you might be having right now, but more often also predisposition to conditions. Now, that's tricky because just because you have a predisposition, that does not mean it will materialize. But the most common problems we encounter in presumed healthy people like you and I is would be cancer predisposition, uh, cardiac issues, neurodevelopmental issues, neurological issues. And those are the issues that most often also people need uh, hospitalization for and also the most common reasons why people end up dying early. So then imagine for some of these conditions if you have the information up front. Now, a lot of people tell me, I would not want to know because I'd rather be ignorant and live in bliss than know up front and stress out about it. And I think that's very valid. But what about the condition if you know up front and then you can also know that there's intervention, medical intervention available for you so that the condition doesn't either happen 
or we can treat it when it happens. And some conditions such as cancer, if you treat it early, you have much, much greater chance of success than if it's caught later. And one of the more common problems, for example, that people do discover when they think they're healthy is something like predisposition to Lynch syndrome. So colorectal cancer. Now that one is a very dangerous condition. Most often it's discovered late. And when it's discovered late, it's very problematic. A lot of people will end up dying. And that's very unfortunate. Imagine if you have something like this up front and then you can simply start screening more often so that you can catch it very early on. And the likelihood of success when you catch that particular cancer early on is astronomically higher. So this is just a comparison with what you can do. Unfortunately, a lot of doctors don't know about this because they've not been trained in medical genetics. And the reason why is because this field is fairly new. Now, the field is old, but the field of being able to analyze our entire genomes or our program code, biological program code, that's still a new idea because this technology has only been around for just over a decade. When if you wanted to decode your genome a decade ago, it would have cost you several million dollars. Now it can do it for a few thousand dollars. So you can see the differential now. So now it's far more applicable to everyone. And even, even he had mentioned too, there's signs we talked about if you're pregnant and you're kind of like, hmm, am I going to have a healthy baby? There's things you can do as well, right, Mikolai? Correct, in different fashions. So the most common application is what is referred to as non-invasive prenatal testing. That's just simply looking at chromosomal imbalances in the developing baby prior to it's born. And uh, that allows, for example the doctors and uh, the family who that is pregnant to be able to be ready for any complications once the baby is born and they know how to manage it. That's also very useful for the doctors in the process of delivery as well. So that's one example. But this technology is becoming so powerful that you can actually start looking at specific disease predispositions. And that's simply by looking at maternal blood. Mom just has to provide some blood and we can look at the genetics of the developing fetus. It's really amazing. Well, I, I was also saying, you know, Mikla talked about, um, you know, mental health being one of those places where there's a huge impact, where genetic testing can have a huge impact. And, you know, I, I know I've even referred a few folks of my folks to Mikolai because, you know, um, antidepressants and sort of psychoactive drugs are one of those things that, well, so the second most uh, prescribed class of medications uh, across North America, right? And uh, sometimes it's hit and miss. And with genetic testing, you can actually really hone in. And Mikolai, do you want to kind of explain how that works a little bit, if you're okay with that? Yeah, actually, thanks for bringing that up for me, guys, because this is actually one area of genetics that I think will definitely revolutionize medicine in a big way for a population and that's this area is called pharmacogenetics so this is where you can learn how to apply medications to your specific genetics how does that work is that based on the mutations we can discover in your genetics we can then determine how you metabolize different medications and then you can use that information to either not give certain medications to a person or give them should be Right now, when a doctor pre prescribes any medication, it's based on population average. That's based on historical accumulated data. But whether you happen to 
have a metabolism that corresponds to population average. Uh, population average, but you might be much faster metabolizer or much slower metabolizer. And as a consequence, how the drug should be given to you might change. And pharmacogenetic testing provides you with that information. When it comes to mental health, the reason why that's interesting is mental health medications comprise the largest group of medications that we have actually now linked to genetics. So that, that group can gain greatest benefits likely from such tests. And also from my own experience, I can tell you that everyone, every client who has ever taken pharmacogenetic tests, they've had hits in that medical specialty in, in the med- when it comes to psychiatric uh, medications. So that might explain why people who struggle with mental health and require medications for that, why they are at the highest risk of needing to switch from one medication to another, because for whatever reason, these type of medications are acutely sensitive to our genetics. Steve, so imagine, imagine being, being so in a many Steve, specialties are covered by pharmacogenetics. Oh. Oh, okay, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to mention, Steve, imagine being in a meeting with these guys for a year and a half, like these smarty pants, and, <laughs> and I get to listen to this stuff. I have learned so much I, <laughs> in the last year and a half hanging out with these guys. Well, I mean, it's, it is super fascinating. So my question is, if I'm an entrepreneur listening to this and I have a team of, I don't know, 10 people, 10, 13, 15 people, um, I have several clients in that boat. How would you guys come in? I know you're going to build a financial plan. You're going to, are you going to genetically decode all the employees for them? Are you going to look at how they can perform better? And then how does the mental health, how do you guys actually work with a company? That's the the million dollar question. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit around that because I think this is super interesting. It is all stuff that we really need. I want to come back to the, uh, the DNA, because I'll talk to you about my experience with that. But first, I want to hear how you guys actually work with a business. Gans, you want to touch on that one? Yeah. So, you know, the first the first stage, we have got a couple stages, right? The first stage we do is we, we invite you to come into a uh, like a group with us, right? And so we can sit and we can give you the, the foundation that you need to really understand this at a much deeper level, right? Because for a lot of people, like, well, for sure, genetics is something that most people don't know about unless they've taken, you know, a degree in genetics. But even for psychologists, like, mm-hmm. we're a black hole. I mean, you know, people think about either Fraser or One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest or whatever, <laughs> right? And they don't really, they don't really know that there are, like, really practical, really easy kind of fun things they can do to significantly improve their lives and improve how they function at work and at home. And, and, you know, with money, we talked about the fact that everybody is kind of hiding out and doesn't want to talk about it, right? So having everybody together in a class and in a group setting where we can actually lay out some foundational um, principles and teach some skills and some, uh, some really practical things that people can do right now to help improve their situation right now, that's the start. And then we look at what else can we do? How can we um, customize a program for either each company 
or each group of group of individuals within the company, or even individuals, maybe say in the C-suite um, uh, group or, 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 or the owner themselves, right? And that's kind of our first step. And then we have all sorts of follow-up programs that we can do with people too. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how we do it. It's a, essentially, it's a six-week program. It's a one hour for six weeks. And once you've actually, we have an introductory um, kind of, we'd have, we do a Zoom with maybe three or 10 or 50 businesses and for about 90 or 60 minutes, and we explain our program. And if somebody puts their hands up and said, wow, this sounds awesome. I want to sign up for this program. Once you pay for the program, then you have six hours with us, which is included in the program. And then in those six hours, I get two hours. Dr. Gans gets two hours and Dr. Rasha gets two hours as well. And so in my talk, I'm going to educate you on some sort of the basics. Like I talked about education, the basics of what financial planning, education uh, of, you know, the credit system, the investment system, the insurance system. We have some questionnaires. We have some uh, workbook. And then when it's Gans' turn, he in turn will again talk about his area of expertise. And he has some questionnaires and he has some some uh, feedback and all of that. And then same with Mikolai. And then once you finish the six week program, then that's sort of the, the free as an employee part of it. And then you say, you know what? Wow, I like this Charlie guy. I think I wanna have a financial plan with him. And then through the company, we would you know schedule a meeting. I'd meet with that individual. And whether it takes me one or three or six meetings, depending on the complexity of their life, I put a plan together for them. And in turn, Dr. Gans would do the same as well. And if they're like, you know what, I want to have some time, some one-on-one -on -one time with him, then we'd go ahead and schedule. And then with Nikolai, same thing. They're like, wow, now that I know more about how DNA sequencing can help me and my family, not just me, but my family, my kids, my grandkids, my great-grandkids, I'm going to have this thing done. And they say, hey, I want to get the test. And he's going to lay out the different types of tests you can take. And he's going to, you, you know, from a basic one to a really comprehensive one. And they're like, after the six-week program again, hey, we want to have this testing done. And that's where the magic happens with us is you get the group from the company. And then the individual is when you come in and say, hey, I like this one. And we can go ahead and, and then we'd follow up from there. Now, a cool thing about all of this is most... Um, group benefits plans covers some of this stuff that we do already. And if a company doesn't have a group benefit plan, guess what? I can set it up for them. <laughs> so nice. we can make sure that it covers the stuff that we're doing here. Nice. And, and yeah, and then every, every step of the way, people are getting practical steps, practical uh, usable information they can use like today, like at the, at the first introductory event, at the six week event, at every level, they're getting things that they can use right now to improve their lives, whether in whatever area, whether it's their health, their money, or their mindset. Nice. I love it. And, and then tracking. I think tracking is really important because if you're a business and you've invested into our program, and once everybody's gone through the programs and then they've decided to work with us individually, now you can look back one year later and say, okay, you know, Money Mind DNA came into our business on you know, April 1st. And now it's April 1st of 2023. What is the difference? Now you can track um, absenteeism, late, you can disability claims, um, WCB claims, just overall morale. Like how many people are smiling? How many people are, you know, more polite to the customers? <laughs> you know, things like that. How many people show up to company events? 
you know, after hours and how ha you know, these are things that are actually trackable. And we're, we're putting some programs in place to actually be able to track the success of our program as well. That's awesome. I mean, tracking is a huge thing. Um, I have no doubt that coming in between having a financial plan, having a little bit of mental health discussion, and just like getting people in a better mood and letting them know that they're not by themselves. And then also the, the DNA is awesome. I mean, I feel like that is 20 years from now, so many diseases and challenges that we have are going to be you're going to know about them and you're going to be able I like functional medicine is super fascinating to me. The fact that you can dial in medication based on a DNA sequence that is different between every person. I know that that's not really the point of the podcast, but we could, we could probably talk for hours about that just by itself. Um, guys, I want to say thank you so much for coming on and sharing all like, this is a really cool synergy that you have going on. It is, awesome to see what you can do inside of a entrepreneur group or a company. Uh, I think there is a huge call for what you guys do. And this is just getting started. So my hat is off to you. Thank you guys so much for coming on being amazing guests. Thanks, thanks for so having much. us. And uh, Gans, thanks for being so uh, tame today. Appreciate it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best. Man. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's probably the most professional out of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are absolutely awesome. Thank you so much. And to everybody else out there, if you, if something in this podcast grabbed your information, we have the contact information and the Money Mind DNA website linked in the description down below. Reach out to these guys, see how they can help you. There is a wealth of information there. You like that pun? That was just, just for you, Charlie. Uh, you guys are I'm awesome. Rolling. Thank I'm you. Rolling. <laughs> <laughs> to everybody else, until next time, take action, change lives, and make money. We'll see you soon. Thanks for checking out today's show. Do you want the fast and easy Cliff Notes version of the actionable steps from today's episode? If so, go to actionbullets.com and download yours today. Also, if you're looking to start using story selling in your business and have stories do 90% of the hard work for you, Grab my free course at storyselling.how today. Till next time, take action, change lives, and make money. We'll see you soon.